You are listening to Bitcoin, Blockchain and the Technologies of Our Future with Naomi Brockwell. Earlier this year, I travelled to Seoul to find out how this tech-loving culture is using Bitcoin and blockchain. I'm from America. We love nostalgia. Korea's like, no, what's the new thing? I want to be on that. Blockchain technology is booming in Korea. But can you buy anything? We're here at a Korean Bitcoin ATM. I'm going to pay. I'm going to use Ether. The interest really, I think, lies in making money. I started out by asking people at the Line Friends Cafe what they knew about Bitcoin. You know what Bitcoin is? I know. Do you own Bitcoin? No. <laughs> no, I don't. No. 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 Have you heard of Bitcoin? No, I never heard that. Korean people is very special in the IT area. The next stop was the detainee conference, where I chatted to Robert Choi, the global marketing officer at HDAC. Do a lot of people in Korea hold Bitcoin? I guess out of 10, three people will involve the Bitcoin. That's pretty high. There are many blockchain conferences in Korea internally, so people slowly understood. So off I went in search of a cafe that accepted Bitcoin. This was surprisingly difficult. Do many bars and restaurants in Korea accept Bitcoin? No, I'm the owner of this bar. And you accept Bitcoin? Yes. You're ahead of the time. Yeah. Compared to other countries, do you think that more people in Korea like Bitcoin? Oh yes, I'm sure yes. You see our internet, how good is our internet? Blockchain, without internet, not possible. Can I buy something with Bitcoin? Oh yeah, you can buy Bitcoin, even wine and many things. Let's do it. So I've got pay, I'm going to use Ether. Although I do have a selection of different coins I can choose from. Select my cryptocurrency from the menu. For tea, I sat down with Patrick Kim from the Veen Foundation. Thank you. Cryptocurrency is really popular in Korea, but maybe it's not that practical for everyday use. You've had a lot of trouble paying with cryptocurrency. It's not easy at all. At least if you use Bitcoin or Ethereum, it takes a bit of time to get confirmed by both sides. There's not that many of shops in Korea that accept the cryptocurrencies, only this bar. You work for a company that's trying to implement a system where there are instantaneous transactions. Ultimately, yes. Nobody's got there yet, so we're trying. Although there were surprisingly few cafes that accepted Bitcoin, the ATMs were everywhere. Almost all of the ATMs in Korea, you can sell Bitcoin to them because they're attached to Bitcoin exchanges. So if you just look, you can just go to you know whichever exchange that you're on and go through the process. They're on most, most ATMs on every corner here. Soon, I was at the Bitcoin Center. I'm John. I'm the founder of Bitcoin Center. We're here. We started three years ago. We are essentially a community center and incubating space for all things Bitcoin and also open source technology. The average person on the street, do you find they're getting more interested in Bitcoin? Oh yes, any kind of information, including investment information, it spreads so widely, so fast, right? So everybody just jump in. So Charles, you are an advisor here at the Bitcoin Center. Tell me, what is Bitcoin like in Korea? A lot of people here in Korea seem to view Bitcoin as a quick investment. There is a growing community. However, I think compared to other countries, I think it's still less in that area. But the interest really, I think, lies in making money. South Korea has in the past been one of the more strict countries with cryptocurrency regulation. ICOs have been banned. There's always been a middleman to take care of business, but with ICOs, there's no need for a middleman. Sort of disrupted how funding takes place. Have you heard of the term called Gimchi, Gimchi Premium? 
Okay. Yeah. What is kimchi premium? Korea is very tightly capital controlled country, so it's very hard to take money out of Korea. Kimchi premium happens because limited supply, higher demand, of course the price goes up. Government regulations and stuff like that might block it for a bit, but the people here want that kind of stuff. They're gonna like feel like they're missing out, and like if they're not at the cutting edge of it, it's gonna be very challenging. There has been talk of the South Korean government easing some of these regulations, and despite difficulties, South Koreans are hopeful for the future. I see a lot more adoption. Um, there, I guess, the technology now is sort of starting to get developed locally here in Korea, where whereas uh, you know the U.S. or Europe they're already advancing. I think Korea is going to catch up. What do you think is going to happen in the future? That more people, everyone's going to use Bitcoin? Oh, oh yeah. I'm sure, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I guess the blockchain it, it's itself will be a huge potential. Most young generation is very bright. We will be the one of the leading blockchain country in the world. For extra material and any links mentioned in this podcast, please visit naomibrockwell.com. If you'd like to watch the video version, please visit Naomi Brockwell TV on YouTube, BitChute or DTube. Thanks so much for listening to this episode of Bitcoin, Blockchain and the Technologies of Our Future.